Welcome everybody in. It's April 28th, 2020. We're back with a podcast. The NFL draft is over, boys. Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Reality Fantasy Football Podcast. What did you think of the 2020 NFL draft fully online, set record high ratings? What were your guys' thoughts on this cool draft? I thought it was pretty sweet. Uh, first night was really awesome because it was just something new and sports related and exciting. Uh, pretty much sat up through the whole, well, I did sat up for the whole first round. It was awesome. A bunch of us on uh, Zoom chatting it up, uh, good times. Some pretty good fantasy relevant players when I think it's going to be interesting. What a great refreshing glass of water that draft was. It was just so awesome just to sit back and hear about relevant sports where you can see the future of some guys, some young kids lives are getting changed and you just got to sit in their living room. You, you got to see uh, Bill Belichick's dog. <laughs> you got to see some weirdo in a zoom costume and like uh <laughs> frozen 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 but i just thought it was awesome i thought the numbers were up because um i mean it's great for the nfl how many players that they are how much money they raised uh for the coronavirus but i think everyone's at home and everyone's looking forward to something just just kind of turn the tables get something positive get something good to go there's definitely some some funny moments, eh? Like watching uh, C.D. Lamb oh. give his give his girlfriend the old icy <laughs> stare when she tried to steal his cell phone. I know. <laughs> I think the only person who felt more rejected was Frome from Georgia, who got drafted. <laughs> no doubt. Like it was, uh, it was pretty intense. And I, I remember watching that. I'm like, ooh. That was awesome. <laughs> some cool moments for sure. For sure. We're gonna get into it. We're gonna talk about. Uh, top five rookies in the running back and wide receiver categories uh, for the upcoming year. Uh, Before that, there's just a couple of NFL news headlines that I wanted to touch on quickly. Uh, First of all, what do you think of Jameis Winston going to the Saints? I think that uh, I think it's a a smart move for Jameis to try to learn from a great team. Um, I don't necessarily think it was the best play Fantasy wise, or for his career, like I, th- he's twenty six. Breeze is forty one. Hill, who they just signed as well, is twenty nine. So are they going to play Hill coming up, or are they going to draft? And they drafted the other quarterback. But I just think that Winston would have been better off going to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh would have been nice. How weird is it? Like Jameis Winston last year was a fantasy what? Top five or six quarterback. Yeah, yeah. You go from that to a backup the next year. Pretty nuts. I just don't understand New Orleans thinking with signing him. I think because he's so young, still maybe Breeze. They're thinking only has a couple of years left in him. You know, he's getting up there. Roethlisberger has been notoriously hurt all the time. I think it oh, I'm a not better fit to go. They don't I have agree. anyone. I have no one. They have no one. I agree with that. I think it would have been nice to see Winston go to Pittsburgh. I think it would have been good for his career. I think it would have been good for 
the Pittsburgh Steelers, they have no one if he gets hurt again. Rudolph is yeah. not the answer. It he, killed them when they lost. Yeah. Ben last so I can understand what he's doing. He's selfish and thinking about, you know, I guess it's not selfish. It's, he's trying to, he's trying to learn from the best. That's all. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be a good learning experience for him, but ultimately he might not be there long-term. I don't think he's their quarterback for when Breeze retires, honestly. Yeah, but Hill's not either, and they signed No, yeah, you're right. I don't think Hill is either. Um, one more headline here. Matt Breida got traded to the Dolphins mid-draft. Um, what do you think of this? What implications does that have for the running back position there out in Miami? I I like the move. I don't think it really changes the value of Howard. Um, I mean, at least they didn't draft anyone big that's going to challenge Howard. I don't think Breed is going to challenge Howard as that first, second down back. He's going to be a home run hitter like he was uh, with with the 49ers. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess. I mean, I don't know. If it, is he going to be a fantasy starter? I don't think I, so. I think I think I think he I don't know. I, out a role there. Doesn't really do much for me. I think Howard's still the guy you want to own there. He's going to get the goal line and be the one-two down. I think back. with Miami drafting the way they did, it's like I don't care who our running back is. Our line is going to win our games. So I don't. I think they wanted a hardcore runner, and I think Jordan Howard's very undervalued. And they wanted someone like Burrito to come in if he can stay healthy. I think he's going to be relevant. They had so many opportunities to draft a Swift or an Acres or someone like that who catches the ball, runs with the ball, who could be great for that offense, and they didn't. So they obviously thought that they needed more room or more improvement somewhere else. And that's what I was kind of meaning. Like They, they had an opportunity. They could have drafted one of those big running backs. They chose not to. So they must have some faith in Howard uh, and then – bring in Brita as kind of that home run guy, bring him in. He's going to hit a 40 yard, 50 yard touchdown here and there. They beefed up their offensive line too, right? Oh, they got mm-hmm. him a good quarterback. If, even if he plays or doesn't play like Howard won this draft. I agree. I think I would take him over probably most of these rookie running backs who are drafted. We'll have to see. That's a good segue into the rookies though. Let's get into the rookies now. Um, rookie running backs. Let's start with, uh, let's say, a top five rookie running backs. Robert, you have the floor. Give us your top five. Okay. So I'm viewing this as kind of like maybe if you're in a league with maybe one keeper or two keepers, not dynasty league-wise. Um, so looking more at opportunity for these players. Number one is CEH, like most of us probably have him. Uh, number two. I like uh, Keyshawn Vaughn going to Tampa Bay. Number three, I like Cam Akers. Number four, I like DeAndre Swift. And number five, I like Dobbins. So I'm leaving. I had a hard time leaving Taylor out of my top five, but um, I just think both Taylor and Swift, yes, they're on good offenses for them, but they're still Mac. And there's still Keyshawn, or sorry, Carry on Johnson, uh, who aren't going to immediately just get off the roll. I don't think, um, especially in in Indy. As much as I like Jonathan Taylor, he's a burner. Mac is still there, and you know he's going to 
take some of that uh, share you know of the carries. Yeah. Whereas those other guys, I think, are going to jump right into. Do you know what's great there. about Mac is he's always healthy. Said no one ever. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> now, what about what about That's Mark Ingram? Point. Not worried about Mark Ingram. You know what? Mark Ingram started to break down a little bit as the year went on. He started like a ball of fire getting the touchdowns and as the season wore on his age started to show so i and i just think dobbins is the package um i think he can do it all he can be that every down back and just a perfect complement to to uh, what they're running there so i i think he has a a path to as the season goes on really take over as uh if not the full-time starter definitely take the lion's share of that uh running game in baltimore can't argue with that. I like Akers too. Uh, you think he steps right into that role? I think so. Again, maybe not right into it, um, but I think it'll be a timeshare to start, and he'll he'll take over um, eventually as it goes on. And what an opportunity for him going to the Rams. And the same thing with uh, with um, Keyshawn Vaughn. I think he'll. I think he'll jump right into the starting role. They gave Rojo how many opportunities to take the reins last year, and he just stumbled every time. Like he had one good game and then sock. So, um, I think uh, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn is a great chance to to be a real high end running back right out of the gate. Okay, sweet. Before we talk, we'll talk about the more obviously here. Let's get Jordan's top five. See how it compares. Uh, top five running backs, Jordan. Top five running backs. Um, this class reminds me of a class that I was in in 2011, Mr. Mosley's uh, woodworking class, where before that he was like teaching birdhouses and coat hangers. We were doing like deacon's benches. We were doing like arm wires. This was like the elite this was the elite class of the running backs. I've never seen a class so deep that I think kind of it separates everyone from past classes or running back classes. Um, I got number one, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I think he's obviously the number one. Like he's going to be used nonstop. Uh, he's going to be yeah. the Westbrook of that offense. He's small. He's shifty. I don't hate Damien. Still, I don't. I think he's going to have a uh, an offensive opportunity. I still think that uh, he's going to be used, especially near the goal line. Maybe he's a bit bigger of a guy. Number two, I got Jonathan Taylor. You can't leave him out of your top five, man. Uh, he's just insane. I got Dobbins. The potential. He's a three down back. Um, like you mentioned, I don't think Ingram's going to be there the whole time. I think he's going to be all right, but I think Dobbins later on in the season and into next for dynasty, especially, I think he's going to be, he's going to be money. Like uh, Jackson is going to open up so many lanes for this guy that all he has to do is run through him. He's going to mm-hmm. part the seat. I like Swift. I love DeAndre Swift at four. I can't see a guy with that much talent going to a team where he may share carries. Uh, yes, but I think that that's where he's thrived. He doesn't have to be an every down back in order to make things happen. Uh, he's just that explosive of a player. He's caught so many passes. He's, he's just an explosive part of an offense where Detroit hasn't had that 
Like, yeah, carry on, he's get hurt. Like, but the amount of touches that uh, run uh, Detroit running back got near the end of the year shows that they want to try to start um, sticking with someone. And I don't think DeAndre Swift is necessarily that guy. Mm-hmm. Is that Scarborough? Think, is that who you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, oh, Scarborough. Yeah. And yeah, so I don't think that they they necessarily want Swift to be that guy. But every time he touches that ball, you can't take that away from him. The guy's money when he catches the ball, and he has a part of that offense. And then number five, I have Cam Vaughn. I didn't pronounce his name wrong because I'm split. <laughs> split. I don't know. I don't know if I have Cam Akers or Keyshawn Vaughn because Akers has potential. Depends what kind of league you're in, right? I think Akers has the has the potential to step in, step up, get her done. And I think Vaughn is for maybe one, two years. The guy can catch the ball. We've, I've heard reports of um, them wanting to get stick with one one running back who catches the ball, who keeps, who he can keep in there for like three downs. And I think it depends what situation you're in, as if you want Acres or you want Vaughn. Acres to me is the is the safe choice. Vaughn to me is short-term win. You don't know what's going to happen with that Tampa Bay team. And Tom Brady likes to throw the ball. Tom Brady loves to throw the ball. So if you have uh, Vaughn just as another part of that offense and not necessarily That's the, the focal part, focal port, focal point of that offense, then he may lose. Like how many times are you going to hand off the ball? You know what I mean? Yeah. And Vaughn, Vaughn, he can uh, catch the ball as well, which we know Tom Brady likes the running backs that can, you know, get those little uh, out routes, catch the ball, go for Not only catch lines. it, but great in pass protection too, which is going to be key. Well, he's not great, but he's better than uh, – Ronald Jones yeah. proved that he yeah. can't. <laughs> so I think he is their yeah. best option. I don't think but they have any faith think, in him. I don't think there's a better running back who fits into McVeigh's offense than Akers, who can do everything. It's just their offensive line sucks. Yeah. So do you take a guy who short term may win? Tom Brady retires. Do you then you lose Vaughn? Akers, the Rams are probably gonna get better. You know? So I don't I don't that to me is a total toss up. Between Vaughn and Akers, I wouldn't pick him over uh, CDE, CDH, sorry, Taylor, Dobbins, Swift, Akers. Vaughn. And those yeah, guys like, sure. I don't know. Like that to me is just depends on what league you're in. That's my my opinion. Good stuff. Before we move on to uh, the wide receivers, could both of you maybe give us a sleeper? of the running back class. Those guys that we've talked about obviously are the heavy hitters. They're the ones that everyone's going to know about. Think about. I just say one thing quickly. Yeah. I would not be opposed to you taking Taylor number one because Indy, Indy uh, traded up in order to get him, which means. Mm -hmm. So you think right out of the gate this year, he's going to take Max in the contract year. He's gone. You can't, but don't you think they'll run him out there then and just like maybe give Taylor a year to uh, Taylor's too proven. He's, play, he's come playing in. a good offense before 
He's he's a good player. Mm-hmm. I think I would not oppose to flipping C E H N Taylor. That's yeah. See if we're talking if we're talking dynasty league, Taylor's in my top five for sure. He's up there. I just don't know if I think they just might run. Although running back on the ground, like you said, might just injure him again anyway. Yeah. So time will tell with these guys. I just the opportunity. Who's going to have the opportunity and who's not? All these guys are talented. All the it's like you said at the start. This running back class. Is the offensive awesome. line for the Indy is bar none one of the best. Yeah, and I. It so, is. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I think the PPR in uh, KC might may have the upper hand, but I think I I don't see. But Damian Damian Williams, I don't think is going to go disappear. away completely either. And he plays well sometimes too. A guy that's off the board a bit for me. Um, not a huge sleeper, maybe, but a guy that I think shocked everyone who was picked. It was AJ Dillon, oh. for the Green Bay Packers. It was so well. The Packers Worst general, draft obviously, ever. A weird, Worst weird draft. draft. They did a they did a great dro- job of addressing all their strengths instead of their weaknesses. Like it just it was silly. But there's obviously like watching. I've never seen a running back that's so good get such little respect as Aaron Jones from his coaching staff. It was like it was like Matt Lafleur was waiting for a reason to pull him every game. It didn't matter how awesome he, he could be having the best game ever. It's like he's a fumble and Williams was in. It, Is it just me or did it did it feel like that under Mike McCarthy as well? Is it something with Aaron Jones? I don't think it has to do with Aaron Jones as it does Williams. Like if you've seen him on Twitter or like uh, just his social media, the guy's a lovable guy. And I think people just like him. I think maybe Jones isn't that g- a guy that everyone. But I mean, I don't. I don't think they don't play a football player because they don't like him in the dressing uh, necessarily. Like it, it. I don't know. I I think Matt Lafleur, like by looking at the profile of AJ Dillon, Matt Lafleur liked his Derrick Henry that he had. You know, when he was the offensive coordinator for. Tennessee and Dylan is the same thing. 250 pound beast, a little shorter, but same type runner, a little, a little faster. I just think that even. Green Bay, the 40. they have so many needs. Why go after something exactly. that you have locked up? How upset must Aaron Rodgers be to not get all these good wide receivers that went and they didn't get any of them? Talk about a need. They need a number two wide receiver. They did not get one. Um, Strange, strange draft. So Dylan is a sleeper, but I say I think I think a I think AJ Dylan sleeper a little more long term. I think this year they're going to run Aaron Jones into the yeah. ground. It's That's his right. contract year. They're going to run him into the ground, and coming out next year in twenty twenty one, AJ Dylan's going to be their guy. Jordan, what do you think? Uh, this is deep. This is a deep sleeper. Round seven, pick eight, Daniel Benjamin. I think that guy, he's from Arizona already. He's played for Arizona State. Uh, this guy uh, is one injury away from being the Philip Lindsay of the Arizona Cardinals. This guy can... That's high praise. That's high I know. Praise this guy is insane. I've watched tape on him. <laughs> he's quick. He can catch the ball. That Arizona offense is insane. And he Does he have Philip Lindsay's sweet hair, though? No. No, 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 no. He's a little bigger though, but I, I think that he's got, he, he is what uh, they need. He's a Kenyan Drake, only faster. Like this kid, 
I can't believe they got him so late. Like he's the guy that I think is going to grow. And I think that if, if there's one injury or um, I, I can see him jumping Chase Edmonds for the number two spot because he's big, he can run through the tackles and he can receive. And I, he's, he could be an everyday back for every down back for Arizona. Every down every day, bro. And I do, he, he does have a pretty clear path. Like you say, it's like, Kenny and Drake, yeah, he looked like the guy. I don't think Edwards is, like you said, I think he could jump Edwards by the start of the season. Kenny and Drake, it's Kenny and Drake. Like, anything's possible. In fact, and he's something about playing in front of your home crowd. Like, Lindsey played Colorado. This guy from Arizona State going to Arizona Cardinals, they draft him not because, you know, this is motivation. Like, this is key. I think he's going to I think he's going Yeah. I'm not saying to draft him as a starter right now, but by the end of the year, I think he's going to be it. He might be a yeah, guy we're picking exactly. up. Exactly. You're going to you're going to slap some waiver wire money on him. That's for sure. Good stuff. Let's move into the wide receivers now. Rookie wide receivers, top five. Let's go, Robbie. Hit us with it. This is a little a little easier, I think, no, with the wide receivers. No. Maybe. Uh, I think the top five are pretty much set. Just kind of where you have them, maybe. I have Jerry Judy, number one. I just think he goes to a great opportunity there. Uh, Ruggs, number two. CeeDee Lamb, number three. Jalen Regular, number four. And Justin Jefferson, number five. Um, like I said, Jerry Judy, I think, has the best landing spot as far as opportunity goes. Uh, Jalen Regular, man, the more you look into this kid, it was a weird pick at the time. I thought that um, I thought the Eagles would go Jefferson for sure there, but uh, they made the mistake last year of looking at just stats and took Ortega Whiteside over DK Metcalf. Yeah. And I think I think they learned from that this year and said maybe let's not just look at the stats, let's look at the whole picture. And it's interesting, um, like Regier didn't have a huge season only 611 yards but their quarterback the quarterbacks that were throwing to him three different tcu quarterbacks combined for 53 percent completion rate six yards per attempt and 15 touchdowns and 11 interceptions as a whole i don't see that being much different from philadelphia this year though (laughs) like is it is it going to be much different (laughs) this guy's this guy's uh i like him yeah. numbers though as far as an athlete are insane he can go he has like a 42 inch vertical like he, he's an athletic freak i think he is going to be a very great pick and uh the only thing will be there is in philly is they're going to be really like, they have so many yeah. wide receivers and two tight ends that catch the ball right so but i think he's got the talent that he can become their number one they got to get rid of uh all in there um Djax is done. So I think I think he could leapfrog right to the top of the pile right away. He could be he could be the best of all of them in year one. Let's hear Jordy's top five, see how they compare. My number one is Justin Jefferson from Minnesota. They traded to get this guy. They they weren't doing it. They st- traded digs. This guy steps in. He's huge. He's big. He's just he's 
he is what Minnesota needs in order. He's going to be a PPR machine. They don't have a lot of options. I think he's going to be insane. My number two, I just want to play a game right now. Roberto, are you with me? Okay. You be me. I'll be the GM. Start. Hey, GM. I'm Jordan. You don't Who know are me. you and what are you doing in my office? I'm John Elway. My <laughs> number two. Yeah. Oh, you're John Elway. Is Jerry Judy. This guy. I love you. Down, if you were to tell me that he was to drop to the Broncos at number 15, I would buy you a burger with anything you wanted on it. Are you still John Elway or are you? Yeah. No, I left John Elway a bit ago. I'm just. <laughs> okay, because yeah. I, I no, thought it was you still. Yeah, okay, if I'll I was back John Elway, I would call someone in to get you out of there. But I think Judy is going to be insane. I think this hit <laughs> Sutton. I think Judy's going to be agree. the best wide receiver, rookie wide receiver next to Jefferson, just because of, I don't think he's going to hit the tight end or the touchdowns that Jefferson does, but I think he's going to be the most, he's going to have the most potential to grow. And I think Locke and him are going to go chemistry. I think it's going to be insane. My number three, who I had lower, but because of my friend uh, Eric and Moody on Twitter, you can, uh, at Eric and Moody, this guy, I was worried about him. This guy, I remember uh, being on on, uh, Twitter for the first time ever. I was a little nervous. Uh, I thought this guy, I knew him personally, and I threw some questions out there. And he was the first one to respond. And I, I follow him ever since this uh, Moody at Eric and Moody. He's, he's a good, good, good follow. He always answers your question. And he talked me into placing CD lamb as my number three wide receiver. He says it was tough for Dallas to pass on lamb. I believe there'll be enough footballs in 2020 Randall Cobb and Jason Witten accounted for 166 targets, 166 targets. And now this is going to a wide receiver who knows what he's doing. He's got good hands. He obviously showed that with the way he treated his uh, girlfriend. Maybe not good hands, but quick hands. <laughs> in order, <laughs> yeah. quick. So I think that this guy will probably <laughs> um, skyrocket up uh, in that Dallas offense with Prescott having um, – he's got to prove the doubters, right? And then who I love is Denzel Mims, the Jets. I think he's really? going to be up there. This is number, number four for you? Four. Wow. Yes, sir. I think he's going to be insane. Wow. I think he's stepping into a situation where he's a, he's a wide receiver forced to play how he plays. He's big. He's going to get uh, zero competition. He's big. He's six foot three. It is great pounds. I think that whole Jets offense is going to uh, explode – I shouldn't say explode. I think it's going to be better than what it was last year. And then my number five <laughs> is Brandon Ayuk from San Francisco. I love that. Yeah, really? I love this guy. I think he is going. He's, Sanders isn't there. I think he's got. He's got for fantasy purposes strictly. He's probably going to do kick returns. He's probably going to do punt returns. I think he's fast. He's big. He has been hurt, but I think that he takes over a huge role in that San Francisco offense that he, he's too lanky and too big and he battles guys. I think he's going to, I think he's going to dig in and I think he's going to be a 
big part of that San Francisco offense. He's got Kyle so I, Shanahan making plays for him too. Yeah, I think that that's they're going to make plays for him in order to get him acclimated. Debo, same thing with Debo last year, right? Look what they did with yeah. Debo, and yeah, I love got he's so he, Shanahan's so good at getting guys the ball in the situations that they're best at, right? And putting making plays around good players, so. I liked him as well. He's he's definitely up there. I just I just think again they're a run first team with uh, their number one receivers, their tight end. I don't know. I I like that pick. Yeah, he's he's an awesome player. All right, I like those top four, five boys. Um, just quickly, what do you think about Jordy leaving rugs out though? I was good with you know what you asked me this question <laughs> first day of the draft. I would say rugs would be top three after their draft. I don't. I don't think there's enough balls to go around with Derek Carr. I'll have to talk. I'll have Tyree to talk drops. to you about that at another time. We're starting to run out of time here, guys. Give me one quick sleeper at the wide receiver position. Uh, this guy's not a huge. I guess he's not super deep. He's the second pick of the second round. But I like Michael Pittman. I again, I look at opportunities where these players are going, where, where they can jump right in and contribute right away. Pittman's a monster. Huge kid. And last year, you know, Zach Pascal, uh, Paris Campbell, those guys had opportunities and I don't feel they really grabbed the reins and rode that horse, you know, those Colts. Um, Get it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, So I don't know. I think Pittman can do some damage there. T.Y. Hilton is getting older, getting banged up. I don't think he's meant to be that, what they've kind of been forcing T.Y. to be the last couple of years, and that's why he's getting banged up. So if a big dude like uh, Pittman can – Going to take over the possession role, hit Ty as that guy he's best at being the home run dude. I like him. I think he can do damage there. Sleeper, pick one sixty one, Tampa Bay, Tyler Johnson. How did this guy drop to Tampa Bay? He's going to be. He's a pure slot receiver. Six foot two, two hundred five. Brady loves slot receivers. You think he ever sees the field though? Yeah, I do. I think this is the guy they don't. Where does he fit in? You got to get in where you fit in. I don't know if he gets. He's in. gonna get in. in. He's gonna fit in, and he's gonna make a lot of fantasy player uh, players happy. I think you take a flyer on him. I think he's gonna just make this team complete. Awesome, appreciate it, guys. It's gonna be interesting this year. Maybe we don't get a good look at some of these rookies in the off season before the season starts. So they might drop in fantasy drafts, you know, come come fall. Thanks for the discussion, boys. Thanks, boys. That was fun. Follow us on Twitter at RealityFFP. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next Smooth week. Smooth transitions. <laughs>